Jeanette, now I hope you are ready. This has been wonderful and all, but now you are officially on the hot seat. Jeanette, I have several questions for you. Kevin, I hope you have you have your list of questions as well. Jeanette, what is the best advice you've received that, as a mother? Don't forget your child at the park. <laughs> what was a lesson that you learned from your mother that you, you practice yourself? When your child doesn't understand, no, you have to scare them so that they'll leave you alone. So you taught your son about the El Cuco already? <laughs> right, because, I well, this is in all of humanity. Uh, you'll, this is why we have urban legends and myths, because you can't just tell people, don't, you know, swim in the river because you'll get swept away. It's like, no, if you go into that river at this time of night, there's a monster that will eat you and it will drown you. So that's what you have to do with, that's what happens with kids. Like, no, 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 no. Okay, well, if we do this, there's a witch and she's gonna know that I gave you these cookies and because you, she's gonna eat you because that's how she eats cookies. She only eats cookies after, you know, bad behaved children have eaten them. So if you want me to give you this cookie, just know that the witch is going to come get you and eat you while you're sleeping. So that's what I learned from my mom. Psycho that psychological warfare is paramount to um, correcting a child's behavior. What is the easiest part of being a single mom? The easiest? Yeah. Oh, uh, the easiest. Uh, uh, not having to share the stimulus checks, I guess. <laughs> I thought it would be like when your kid would like go get sick and you know you call out out of work or something like that. Like, yeah, I got my kid is sick. I'm gonna I'm not gonna take the day off. Cameron would do that a lot of times with Janessa. But yeah, my oh, daughter's sick. No, <laughs> I gotta pick him up. No, so no, so I guess along those lines, it would be you know, well, actually using your child as an excuse. Yeah, that's one thing that that's always like from I want to say ages, I guess maybe zero to seven or eight, your child gets you out of doing a lot of things. So if you don't want to go to a particular party or, you know, whatever, <laughs> or, or you can't work overtime on it, it's like, no, my kid, my kid has a soccer game, my kid has a play, uh, PTA, um, they get you out of a lot of things. Um, and then when, but then when they get to that age where they're a little bit more self-sufficient, if your kid isn't in an activity, it's still hard. So I think maybe that's why parents put their kids in like 
like travel things as teenagers and stuff it's just to still have that excuse of like I can't make it because you know I have a ping pong tournament that I have to take my kid to in you know Ojai for the weekend or whatever yeah but if we're being serious there really isn't anything easy about being a single parent yeah that's what I exactly was going to tell you what is the hardest thing about being a single parent uh the hardest thing is um is is have is that you still have people that will tell you how much easier your life could be with a man in it mm. how as a woman you can't give perspective um to a man about how to be a man that can only come from a man uh so it's just and it's just being undermined and um in the beginning it, it is difficult to kind of uh like not let that affect you but when the only people that are telling you oh you you know your life would be easier with a man you know whatever are people that are tangential in your life that are I wouldn't even call them friends or relatives like if it's just you know, people you haven't seen in person in like, let's say five years or and they only exist as like your Facebook friends or your online friends and they have no idea about your daily life and they're trying to give you advice. I don't absorb that with any type of seriousness or, or like, oh, like, oh yeah, you know, you're like so right. I don't entertain that at all. But if it's a, a criticism that is being directed at me and it's coming from my mother, my sister, my cousin, my aunt, my brothers, it, it's, it, it's different than if it's coming from Facebook friend, whatever, who only wishes me a happy birthday on my birthday, Remember, like- you know, and I, you know, I, I think a lot of people, there, there's some people that when they approach you with certain sentiments, they feel like it's out of the goodness of their heart, they're helping you. Other people really do it to be malicious. So when you can weed that out, it helps you, but it takes a long time because you're all, you know, whether there are many situations where you're going to have self-doubt. And I don't mean just as a single parent. I mean, like you guys, if you're starting a new career or, you know, you're going to start a new relationship or, you know, anything like that. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's always going to be a moment of, of, of doubt and fear and trepidation going into this new thing because that's how we are built as people. Mm-hmm. But there are certain individuals that seem to prey upon these moments and they only exist to be assholes and to tell you how everything you're doing off of that one moment is going to go wrong and why you're wrong for leaving your comfort zone. And you, I don't know why... I, you know, we would, we listen to those people more than the people that are telling us you're doing the right thing. It's going to be okay. Today was a rough day, but tomorrow's going to be better. I have no idea why we listen to the negativity more than the positivity. So in any, in any spectrum of life, when you can find people that are your genuine cheerleaders that want you to succeed, that understand that can sympathize and empathize with you, um, listen to those people, take them to heart. And all those people that only come around 
when you post that you're having a bad day and they're only there to get details because they're super chismoso and they like that you're miserable like learn you know learn to learn to filter those people out remove them from your life if you can if it's only social if it's only on social media that you can you know unfriend them not listen to them do that and then know who it is that you can go to and have a conversation or that you want advice from and that you know that they're going to have your best interest at at heart or that at the very least if you're telling them something they're not gonna you know try to turn it into um like a negative against you because that there's also some of those people that they're like I want to hear all of your problems so that in a week or so when you're at your high they just like throw shit at you and you're like wait if you're my friend why are you bringing up a moment of insecurity that I had to try to cripple me like I don't I don't get it that's what I want to get to what you said about social media I, I hope everybody takes social media with a grain of salt because a lot of people will post the good things about social media but they'll never post like the the sad moments or your depressed moments or moments where you're like your weakest you know and that's one thing or yeah or you have or you have people that only exist to be charity stories yeah, exactly. because they like the attention of like oh my gosh it's self validation that's what it i can't believe this you're going through this again mm-hmm. you know like oh you got like oh my gosh you got kicked out of your apartment and then you look at their thing and it's like this person gets kicked out of their apartment on a monthly basis yeah like that that's impossible but all our background pictures are from the same living room so it so every apartment you've lived in in los angeles has the same architecture it's incredible it's like oh you know um like oh i've had 11 toes amputated how is that even possible how did you have 11 toes amputated I, i don't get it like just like weird weird shit and you know it it goes with like uh you look at like catfishing and, and yeah, stuff like that's that another thing that's... and uh you know the people that that set up fake gofundmes or like women pretending to be uh you know pregnant widows for for sympathy and attention so there's a lot of manipulation that goes on there and yes mm-hmm. you do have to look at people with a grain of salt and understand that whatever they're telling you is a mixture of the truth mm-hmm. and a lie and whatever and like how how invested you want to get in, into those type of situations you know what if i was to ask your mom which i was hoping we could have your mom on but she was unavailable if i was to ask your mom what is she most proudest of you what would she say if you want to get her on we can ask her this question Wink, wink. No, um, because be... <laughs> then I want to ask her, what is the worst personality trait that your daughter has? Because <laughs> I was about to say, is she stubborn? <laughs> so, um, I don't really know what she would say she would be uh, most proud of me for because I've never asked her that question. 
That's uh, why I not, wanted your mom on for no question. So I don't, I don't, I, yeah, it, it would probably be me being like a, po- a, a podcast co-host, I think. That you know why I want to ask you that question? Because I want to see Las Lagrimas coming down from Jeanette's face going, Mama! <laughs> no, no. Um, as far as that personality trait, I think she would say that You're I looking am, behind you in case she's coming through the door. <laughs> no. My, I, I know what my worst pa- personality trait is, and that is. Um, <laughs> You're able to go uh, from zero so, to 11? <laughs> no, 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 no. So it kind of ties into this conversation that I had earlier with Kevin, which is I, you know, there's the saying forgive and forget. I do not forget, though I may forget. Yeah, I'm the same way. So I am, a, I, you know, I am incredibly petty. I am incredibly mean and rude. And, um, you know, when I have, when I feel that people have, if people have hurt me or have been disloyal to me, uh, I am, I do not believe in second chances. Uh, my so when when things happen to me, uh, it, I do not hesitate to bring out the pettiness and use it against other people. Um, I've had situations where I've called, you know, companies, and I have, you know, had issues with, you know, like um, my mom's insurance, right? And I've been on the phone and I've MF'd people, um, you know, because it's, you know, and and I'll just say like, wait a minute, we had this thing, you know, we had an appointment for this time and why are you holding me up? And this is incredibly rude. And, you know, it's not a great trait to continue to have. Um, I'm trying to be better and not projecting certain things at people that are it's, it's really it's no fault of their own but when it is someone's fault I have absolutely no problem just you know like wanting to destroy them which makes for a very odd character trait to have because I can only do this person to person I am not good at like the true like the twitter troll thing mm-hmm. because I understand that the the person at the other end that may be trying to bait me, I already see them as kind of a depressed loser figure. And I don't want to actually just say, fuck you, you're a loser, right? If that's the situation, I would just be like, I'm just going to, I would rather just ignore you. But if you're really coming at me and you're incredibly ignorant, sometimes I will just like post a song lyric of a song in Spanish. And I'll just be like, that's my rebuttal to you because you're not worth it. But when it's person to person, if it's someone that I generally have had history with and we do not like each other and whatever, I have absolutely no problem just like cussing them out and whatever. So so I guess I'm kind of like the opposite of like a, a, a... twitter a twitter warrior where on the keyboard you say everything and you feel super brave but in reality you're a total coward so i'm the opposite you know so i'm i'm not you know so i don't know where if i should blend them or if i should just all across the board just be more standoffish but yeah that 
that's my that's my character for for what it's worth what is something that you see in your son that you can that you say to yourself i can't believe he got that from me meaning a personality trait or something that he does a mannerism something that you go oh my god he got that from me that you see that it sort of went down the line in terms of dna yeah it, it's like it goes along with that same character where um when he was little i would get calls from his teacher so from like elementary school up until now where it's like uh you have to tell your son that he cannot correct me because i'm the teacher i'm teaching (laughs) and i'm like well what did you get wrong that he had to correct you on oh um i you know i i didn't know we were doing a math problem and you know whatever i got the answer wrong and you know he went and he corrected me and he just you know whatever and i'm like okay and like how's that a problem like uh, was he rude about correcting you or he just did the math and he said like no no no, he shouldn't do that i'm like okay well like be better at math or whatever the hell he corrected you on i'm like that's not my problem like you're you're you had a bad day you had a bad moment that's not my problem it's not something for you to be upset with my child about call me about something incredibly major this is not major don't waste my time um my son is actually double jointed on both thumbs. I'm only double jointed on my left thumb. So he got that from me. I still don't know how cameras work. So there it is. So he got that from me. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, he, he has a lot of, um, he has a lot of irrational self-confidence for someone that has not done a damn thing in his damn life. <laughs> I wish he's right there in the room with you. Because that'd be, because I could just yeah. touch him going, yeah, mom, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, and then I'm, I was the same way at his age. Um, and I don't think it's a function of being a teenager. I just think it's his, his that has, the, the boy was not incredibly like shy or, or skittish as a child when he went and he learned how to swim at six. Uh, week three they had to jump off like the diving board uh, into the pool when once they were established like they knew how to swim he was just like jumping off the board and they're like there there were like nine ten uh kids trying to be junior lifeguards and they were too scared to do that so hope like i hope with um age that that kind of comes away from him because you can't be um recklessly jumping into things because, you know, you might die, you might lose a couple limbs. So, you know, you, you might lose money, you know, I, I know you gotta, I know you gotta risk it for the biscuit, as they say, but uh, not always, like maybe, maybe 80% of the time. I'm gonna ask you, what's the best advice you could give to someone that's going to be a parent, but you just pretty much gave such a great advice about, you know, the way you take in information and, and whether, you know, whether it's around negative people and positive people. So I will ask you this question. Who is your favorite sibling? She's not going to answer that. Yeah, I want to know because that <laughs> you're sending her up. <laughs> you're sending her up for this. I, I know who's my favorite sibling. Yeah, so I have one. I have three younger siblings, one sister and two brothers. So... It would have to be my sister because we were born a year apart. So we've 
been around each other longer, we understand each other better uh, as two women. Uh, I have, I get along great with my brothers, but we don't always see eye to eye. And I don't know if that's a function of yeah, I don't know if that's a dynamic of like male female relationships or 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 just like the youngest one he considers me of a different era so when I try to explain things sometimes he's like well that's how it was for in your age I'm like motherfucker we're in the same age <laughs> like, like what, what the hell are you talking about I'm trying to give you advice for now not like you know 1875 then it's, it's just like it's so some of it is is part of that like don't tell me what to do I'm going to live my own life and make my own mistakes and it's like um, like okay but you know don't, then don't come to me to when it happens I'm like you know it, it sucks like I don't like saying that to my brothers like don't come to me when you're in a dire situation but or it's I like okay go, go, yeah I'm like I'm not going to tell you, don't come to me, but I will be there to, to help you. And then at the end of the day, but like, I told you so, motherfucker. <laughs> like, you know, I told you so. Like, don't do this shit. Like, I told you so. But I still love you. <laughs> what is the one thing that your siblings do that makes your eye roll? Well, I don't think I can just roll one eye. <laughs> your eyes roll. Okay. All right. Uh, um, not not act like adults is always a thing that annoys me you know we all they, they all still live here we all live mm-hmm. together so it's like okay not cleaning up your room not doing your own laundry not putting away laundry not buying groceries not washing dishes not washing your own car um, not giving the dogs a bath, not buying the dogs dog food, not, you know, d- like, like help out with, with, with something. So, you know, that, that, that helps. And it's like, don't wake up. Like, oh, I wake up like an hour before I need to get to work. And I use all that time to get ready. And it's like, uh, uh, and then it's like, nobody cleaned my room. Why? you know like oh no it's like no like so that that part of it is 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 annoying and it's also um you know like I said everybody has to live through that experience so the other thing that annoys me is let like coming they want to ask me for advice and it's like we'll have a conversation and I'll tell them I think you should do this with your money and investment right or career or school or whatever and it's like and then they don't follow through with it it's like then why why did we have that conversation why were you asking me in-depth questions and stuff like that why do you waste my damn time (laughs) (laughs) what is the best advice you can give to kevin and the best advice you can give to me ah you see the best advice is um, eat your beans because they are delicious. He doesn't eat beans. Yeah, that's for Jose. That's what she said. I know. That's the thing. Like, beans are so good with like Parmesan cheese. He doesn't know what he's missing, man. Exactly, exactly. See? All we are saying is give beans a chance. This guy, <laughs> this guy is not Dominican. He Damn, eat that's harsh. And uh, <laughs> I've heard it all Kev- my life, Jeanette. 
my advice for Kevin would be, um, hmm. See, because I don't know Kevin as Listen well, to your big so. brother. There you go. Hey, thank you, Jeanette. Yeah, thank you. Asshole. Thank you. <laughs> no, my, my advice. Do the opposite my, of me. No, my advice for Kevin would be do not offer to pay for strippers <laughs> or your female friends for Mother's Day. I thought you were going to tell advice. me do not join any MLMs from any huns. <laughs> stop, stop trying to sell snake oil. <laughs> I got to stop, man. You have a question before I ask my last two? Let me see. I'm thinking. You're still thinking? <laughs> Damn it, these are hard questions. It's mothers, man. Mothers, don't, they have a third eye for everything. What is something that you and your son share a, a passion for? Um, spending my money. <laughs> That's a good one. Good one. Good one. Yeah. I got him, I got him, I bought him a pair of Yeezys a couple of years ago. And he's like, this is the last thing I'm ever going to ask you to buy me. I'm like, mm-hmm. Here we go. I'm like, okay. So I bought him the Yeezys. He's like, this is my Christmas present. You don't have to buy me anything for my birthday or like whatever. And then uh, I think the next year was like his middle school culmination. And it was like, I really want these shoes, these Jordans to wear with my graduation suit. I'm like, you can wear your Yeezys. They don't match. I'm like, then buy a different suit. So um, that's like the greatest con of children is uh, when they get to be teenagers. I mean, we all live through it. Yeah. I'll never ask you for anything ever again until the next thing that I want. So uh, yeah, so that that happens. Uh, his laptop broke last year, right when he was going to start remote learning. So I bought him a new laptop because he sat on the old one because he had it on his bed and he forgot and he had all the covers on so it. <laughs> He threw himself on the bed and he cracked it. Snap. Yeah, yeah. we had an incident very similar where someone put a, a video, a PlayStation game underneath a towel and I drove my knee through it. Twisted metal too. So yeah. So All I heard was a there's, a pod, there's a podcast that I love called Why Mommy Drinks. It's um, a podcast about basically like motherhood being a shit show at times like you know a story that you go oh they broke you you know is have you had a moment where you go i can't i can't you know something where you just were just mentally go i got yeah i gotta step away not really from like motherhood it's always like work i think work is what would what used to drive me to drink but not like that. Um, it's been weird because over the past year and a half, I know my son has um, has lost or not been able to participate in those moments that that teenagers would enjoy. So he want he was gonna play uh, JV baseball. He only got to play two games. The season got canceled Ooh. because of the school closures. He wanted to get a part time job last year. Uh, and gain experience having a part-time job he, he can't do that um, he hasn't been in school so he hasn't been able to you know 
you know, ask, ask girls on dates and, you know, maybe have a girlfriend. He hasn't had a girlfriend yet. He's 16. So when he goes back to school next year, he's going to be a senior. So I am somewhat scared as to what the, like, like how, how is he going to basically be in school? Is he going to like still be focused about, I want to get my grades and I want to get into a good school or he's going to be like I want to go and chase girls and have a part-time job and I don't think he's going to do baseball anymore so it's going to be like kind of harnessing the energy so we'll, we'll see how that goes what is your hidden talent I have no talent I can't sing I can't dance hey, 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 hey. you're supposed to you're you've got that 80 20 split in doing the song cherry bomb remember I have though um no, I have no, I have no talent. If I have fooled anybody into thinking that I do and they want to pay me for my witchcraft, my, my, my magic, my, you know, whatever it is that I've done, this facade that makes people think I have talent, uh, I will not turn down a check at all. Uh, but no, I have no talent. I don't do impressions. I can't tell jokes. I don't sing. I don't dance. I don't color. Um, I if if you, if somebody wants to pay me to watch baseball, Nielsen. great. If you wanna no if if you wanna pay me to 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 tweet to post on Instagram, you know the way that Kim and Courtney and all these other people do. Um, my DMs are open. I, I, I will uh, entertain offers. Um, but no, I am a, you know, a, a talentless uh, person at the moment. All right. Well, who is your biggest uh, celebrity crush? Chayanne, most likely, for Jeanette. Wait, did it? Did we do this already? No, like, I have my, 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 what's those? Who was it here? Like, oh, do I have to get my zaddy list? Oh. I was about to say Chayanne better be, it's probably one of them now. She probably remembers. She goes, oh, oh. yeah, Chayanne. Oh, oh he's out of my, he's, he's out of my, uh, my generation. He, that's why he's a zaddy, isn't he? Does a zaddy have to be of your generation or you? No, but I never, I've never had those feelings for him. I, that, I've never you mean the dimples and the, and the smile didn't do it for you? I think you have more of a crush than him. No, than she because does. no, because I remember him. All the women, I remember Fiesta del Vin, Vina del Mar. All the women was like, "Ah, hey, throwing panties at him and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that ain't it, Jose. <laughs> Yeah, so um, I'm trying to think of like a Latin heartthrob for Jeanette, but you know, you just guys keep on shutting me down. So I um, <clears throat> I'm gonna go super recency bias because uh, his birthday is this week, and it's Goran Dragic, Dragic of the Miami Heat. And then uh, in second place, it's former Chicago Blackhawk, Patrick Sharp. All right, so this is what we're gonna do. But if, but I don't I don't know if they they qualify as like celebrities because then if you want like a, an actual celebrity, it would probably be Chris Evans, Captain America. 
So this is what we're gonna do, Jose. We're gonna get Captain America to hide the cake. <laughs> I said not to do that. Did I get anybody you to hide the cake? Captain America theme flan. Yeah, theme flan. A Captain America theme flan with the shield on the top and him to merge out of a flan. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Jeanette, still be like. Wait a minute, a second thought. Say, <laughs> like, what's this? No. This day comes out Captain America. A and second you thought. You have one more question. You have a qu- one more question? Yeah, that's it. That's all I wanted to do. Jeanette, say. why are you amongst my favorite Lower Rangers? Mmm. Um, it's probably because I'm fully vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say just sense the humor, which I absolutely remind you that I love all the time. But, you know, the fact that you couldn't figure that one out, you know, you said you get a, a B plus for being on the hot seat today because you couldn't answer the sharpshooter question that you're known for that's even in your profile on Twitter. It literally says Lower Ranger Sharpshooter. Well, I thought it was because I was fully vaccinated. Well, I'm glad you're fully vaccinated. So that way you can at least travel to Portland when I get married. So at least that's a plus. What is the uh, last question then? What is a location that you are looking to travel to in the distant future? Because you said you've never really left LA. So I'm wondering what, what is your dream destination to travel to? Dream destination. Hmm. Dream destination. Uh, <clears throat> I want to go to Whistler, Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that would be a probably in the winter. Uh, I don't ski. I don't snowboard. Uh, I don't do any snow stuff. But I figure going to Canada in the winter is probably incredibly cliche and it's probably the best time to do it you know uh so if 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 by the end of the year or something if you know the borders open up they let us go up there that would be good um here in the united states uh denver i have family in denver and then a place that comes highly recommended by our friend Lewin Sales, Roanoke, Virginia. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> I generally, I want to, I generally want to go to Roanoke. I am not going for a joke here or anything. Um, anybody that is so stoked about a particular region, um, I like. I want to go check it out. I want to go see that that Walmart that they talked about. I want to see that retaining wall that collapsed and off of the freeway. Ride the six sixty one steam train. Uh, I I feel like I've learned a like enough. I know enough about Roanoke that I have to experience it in person now. Well, I want to tell you. On my on probably from both of us and all three of us speaking for John, that we want to tell you, we hope that you have a happy, uh, wonderful Mother's Day this weekend. You absolutely deserve it. You are one of the very best mothers that we've had on. 
you're also a host, so we have you on all the time. So I get the privilege. Just of me being, and Pam. I get the right? privilege. Just, me and, and, just I, Pam and I. I get the privilege of being able to talk to you just about every week. Um, Pam, we'll, we're wishing you a happy Mother's Day, but you already know that already. But I want to tell you, thank you so much, not only for being a great and excellent podcast partner, because there are no hosts, there's just partnership around here. Um, and I'm hoping you have yourself a, a very well-deserved Mother's Day. And in honor of Mother's Day, Kevin has decided he's going to present you a strip show, you said? Yeah, of Chris Evans. <laughs> no, I was about to say you. you know. No, 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 chill. <laughs> Leaving meeting now. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little too personal. <laughs> I mean, she has to get to know me. <laughs> You're such an ass. I'm trying to, I was trying to see if I can pull you in. No, man. They go, okay, I guess I'll take off my jacket. No, place of Rod Stewart. Yeah. If you want my body. Oh, Lord. All right. <laughs> Everyone, thank you for listening to this very special episode. Jeanette and all the mothers out there, including our wonderful friend, Pam. We haven't forgotten about you. We love you too, Pam. Um, have a happy Mother's Day, and we look forward to our next episode. Thank you for listening. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you.